0: All right, Jeremy. This is uh, this is a little unorthodox. It's all, it
1: always is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but guess, guess what we're going to be doing today? Steal a podcast. That's right. I'd imagine. Like we do every week. <laughs> that was very Pinky in the brain.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, which one am I? Your brain. <laughs> I want to be Pinky. Pinky's the smart one.
0: <laughs> anyway, so I have this device, and instead of us traveling to Europe this time, we're going to bring Europe to us. That sounds okay. like a pretty big undertaking. It's a bit of a it's a teleportation, okay? So I had Albert go to Europe and he planted the device where we needed him. He just used his Iron Man robot body and he traveled across the Atlantic Ocean.
1: Is this what you've been using the podcast money on? Absolutely,
0: Jeremy. Okay. <laughs> Alright, so just if we wait here for just a few moments,
2: we'll see most likely the podcast will come straight to us.
1: Alright.
0: I'm ready.
2: Welcome to all points in between the travel podcast that causes international incidents outside bars in Albania. I'm Martin, I live in a motorhome, and every now and again I howl at the internet. This time I'm parked in a car park in Tirana, and what the, what's going on? Mike, it's working!
0: Ah, yes, it's here. It, it looks like it's, it's, a, it's an RV, it's upside down, and it's on fire. Did you do that on purpose? Do you have a fire extinguisher? Meg, hold up! Jerry, he's going to die! We have to save him! We're trying to steal his podcast, not murder him! This is my fault. I, he had no idea. <laughs> oh, it's a good job. Oh, it's a good spray. <laughs>
2: <coughs> <coughs> <coughs>
0: <coughs> Hello, anybody in here?
2: Um, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, thank you. Um, there is apparently a pair of disheveled yank. Young- Backpackers who just appeared outside my motorhome.
0: I don't know who they are, but we're here to help you get out of this burning RV. Come on! us. I
1: don't like wearing backpacks. They make my nipples <coughs> look weird.
2: <laughs> oh, well, thank you very much for rescuing me. And, um, I will send the insurance bill to you. You don't have free healthcare? We do back home, but I don't know where I am right now. Am I in a country with free healthcare?
0: Ah, so just but, gonna just gonna pat some of this dust off of your shoulders. Ah, so what 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 are, what are you doing here? In, in and Amer- you're strangely strangely popped up
2: in America. Oh, I have no idea. And you guys, you don't look like the usual dead-eyed puss that I book onto my podcast. I I mean, I don't even have a guest this week. Who are you?
0: Well, speaking of your podcast. We're going to take that shit. Yeah, we're just going to take it while you're here. I mean, you just stumbled right into Mike, our all the,
1: all the computer equipment's on fire. I well, that's okay. How we're going to do this. <laughs>
0: so it's, it's all about the spiritual podcast. Right? It's not even Halloween anymore. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. But anyway, we're here to steal your podcast. Well, more importantly, we're here to put your podcast back together, and then we're going to steal it.
2: Well, I, I just need to go and roll around in the grass and just put the flames out.
0: Yeah, I thought it was strange that you were just on
2: fire talking to us. Yes, it is very painful. So, excuse me.
0: (laughs) Just hit him! him. If you hit him, the fire goes goes off!
2: Punch the fire away!
0: Michael and Jeremy, still your podcast. Where we do your podcast better. Faster. Stronger. Hornier. That's true.
1: <laughs> I hate saying the last part.
0: It's great and it's part of it's it's part of what we do. It's cemented. It's uh yeah, it's uh, pretty canon. Anyway, so thank you. Uh we have a guest on today. Jeremy, we have a guest on. We have a guest? We have a doc- I love when we it's have Dr. guests, Dr. Brad. Welcome to the show, Dr. Brad. Well,
3: thanks for having me.
0: And uh, we're stealing the podcast All Points Between in between All Points in Between. And that is a, it's a travel podcast, traveling the world, seeing the things, doing the things. And you are a, a doctor, a doctor who's traveled. Is that correct?
3: Uh yeah, that's correct. Yeah, I've been all over the world actually.
0: What is your favorite place that you've ever doctored in?
3: Oh boy. Wherever I'm present at the moment, probably.
0: And where is that right now?
3: Uh, I'm in North Carolina right now. Oh,
0: okay. I'm going to North Carolina next week. Eh, Jeremy's going to be there. You can say hi to him.
3: <laughs> well, hi. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Jeremy, Jeremy is a bit of a, a traveler. He travels for his, his day job. So he's, he's on a plane several times a week, and he gets to see all of the great country of America. And all the wonderful things and and, and the the melting pot that it is. And you have, uh, sounds like you've traveled all over the world, so you can bring some insight into other places other than America. I've never left America, (laughs) so I have absolutely nothing to add to this conversation.
3: (laughs) I've got a neighbor that has only left his trailer house twice since the 1970s. Oh, wow.
1: Wow, he must have bed sores. Yeah. Right?
3: So, so we're we're talking huge, wide range of traveling experiences, and I think <laughs> those two trips were to the hospital. Oh, lucky fella! <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I, I couldn't live that way.
0: So, what kind of uh, what kind of d- uh, doctoring do you practice?
3: I'm a functional medicine doctor, which is pretty much a natural approach to. We specialize in. Really, the worst chronic illness nightmares out there Lyme disease, candida, leaky gut or the two probably biggest worst ones that are out there. And we got a what about huge rabies? resolution. Rate. I was going to say uh, rabies. That yeah, rabies. Was my Is rabies, rabies on that list? No, no, no. In fact, uh, there was a possum in and in a skunk in our chicken pen last night. And possums apparently don't get rabies, but skunks huh. do. Oh, no. Uh, possums, they they fight off a bunch of diseases. Yeah. Like naturally,
1: they're not susceptible yeah. to a lot of those.
3: And yeah, I don't know what their trick is, but I saw that recently. Well, it's interesting. You wouldn't think a possum and a skunk would be piling around together inside of a chicken pen. <laughs>
1: It's just, just right out of a kid's movie. It's a homeward Bound 3. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
3: Charlotte's Web. Yeah. <laughs> Very stinky thing. And it looks like they probably climbed over the fence to get in because they couldn't get out. They couldn't figure out how to get out. Have you ever been sprayed by a skunk, Dr. Brad? Uh, no, but I've been close. Been close? Have you ever... Uh, oh, boy. I, since you guys like this, the, uh, I heard this story... Um, up in the north woods, a, a family had a pet skunk.
1: Interesting. And
3: they were having a great big gathering out on the edge of a swamp. And one of the kids walk goes walking past the swamp and sees the skunk. The, the skunk has to lift its tail to be able to spray. Yeah. So if they can't lift their tail, they can't do it. So they'd always pick the skunk up by the tail so it couldn't spray. And one of the kids, goes and grabs a skunk, picks it up with a tail, when he's got it in the air, he realizes it's not their skunk. So he starts spinning circles like he's going to do the discus, and he whips it out into the swamp, and as he lets go, it cuts loose, and it just wafts all through the whole crowd. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's a skunk bomb. Is it
1: drive-by drive by skunking?
3: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, uh, that'd be a crashed party for sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Tomato
0: sauce all around.
3: <laughs> <laughs> On me. On me. And you, and
0: you, and you, and you. <laughs> so uh, are you still currently practicing, Dr. Brad?
3: Uh, yeah, just doing functional medicine. So
0: Functional, functional. Uh, so is that, uh, is that different than than what we would normally go to receive at a well, doctor's office?
1: What's non-functioning?
3: non companies is what most people go to, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and when you think about the outcomes and everything, they did some studies, uh, I think it was back in 16, either 6 or 16, they had a study in the British Journal of Medicine and Time did a cover article on it where, you know, about medical guesswork, only 20 to 25 percent. Well, what most doctors do has any clinical effect whatsoever. No,
0: okay. ah, I, just,
3: I just got really sad.
0: <laughs> anyway,
3: so, <laughs> so so so
1: don't go to the doctor. You no, know, <laughs> yeah,
3: with with functional medicine, we're we're over four times what most docs do in restoring people's health from really bad chronic illnesses that other docs are just helping.
0: Uh, okay, so just give me an. So you're you're in. So you're in Germany, you're traveling the world, you're you're helping people with their their Lyme disease. What does that treatment look like to you?
3: Uh it's not what people expect because Lyme disease can affect every organ system in the body and it never comes as its own infection. There's always a whole bunch of other infections that are as bad or worse than Lyme disease. So you you've got to analyze every organ system every metabolic function in every organ system food intolerances uh all the infective issues toxic issues and deal with all of that at the same time oh sure and almost nobody does that
0: okay well it's bananas that they wouldn't if that's how it works it would make sense that uh, you would you would handle everything if, if you know that it affects everything but um, so, so so say say you're treating uh, okay. So I have Lyme <laughs> disease and I have you do I have AIDS. You have AIDS and <laughs> Lyme disease, how you, Mike. How do, you, how do you treat me?
3: <laughs> I didn't know that. We
0: just shared a drink. What is it? What does that treatment look like? <laughs>
3: um, uh, essentially, if you have those, you have a host of other things going on. You're going to be full of candida. Typically that was that was his name. Three, that's how we got oh, the
1: that's how we got the AIDS. It was yeah. from a man named Candida. Beautiful Candida.
3: <laughs> um that most people know the yeast form but it's got a fungus form, fungal parasite form and mold is really closely associated with that. With the AIDS you're going to have some major viral problems along with the immune compromised Your gut's going to be a wreck full of all kinds of food intolerances, a bunch of infections inside of the gut, in the stomach, a different kind, probably parasites along with that. Uh, And you've got to figure all that out before you start and everybody's different. So you've got to have a, a totally different diagnostic system than most people use to figure all that stuff out.
0: Okay. So, what's your what's your favorite when you're traveling to Europe? What's your favorite food?
3: Oh man, I'm one of those people. When I go to a restaurant, I look at the menu to find something I've never tried before. Ooh, I love that! I love doing that. Oh yeah, I love doing and, that. I don't do that. And so, so my favorite food is something that I've never had before. Like one time, I took my two oldest daughters down to Kansas City for a youth event down there. We're driving down the main road, and I see this. It was close to dinner time, and I see this, I think it was a Korean restaurant, and, and it looked like a sketchy part of town. I'm looking at the restaurant, and I go, are you guys in for an adventure? They go, what do you th- What do you see, Dad? Says, said, well, there's a Korean restaurant we just passed over there. It's either going to be one of the Best foods you've ever had, absolutely. or the worst, it won't be in the middle.
1: That's and that's. and
3: I, I don't know what it is. So they said, Okay, we're, we're game for that. So we turned around, parked, went in there. There was, we were the only people in the restaurant that weren't Korean, which was a good sign. Absolutely, the menu was, I think, chicken, pork, Ch- and yeah, it was. That meal was so much fun.
0: Oh, good. That, that yeah, that's awesome.
3: That's that's my go-to too.
1: I, I travel all the time, and I'm always looking for that little spot that could be the worst food I've ever eaten, but there's a chance that it might be the best version.
0: Well, you walk by the window, and there's like they're butchering a live chicken in the window. You're like, <laughs> I gotta eat that chicken that they just murdered. Yeah. I have to get in. So, on that. do you know
3: how to do you know how to find the the safest restaurants in Mexico?
0: I do not they tell take, me
3: they take Amex. <laughs> if if there's if there's people parked outside, that's a good sign. If there's police parked outside, it's one of the best.
0: Well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's really funny.
1: No, I do I do like doing that, Mike. I'll I'll find these places that I go. Like find this yeah, yeah. like just the hole in the wall place and the people who are there obviously grew up and lived in that town yeah that's the place that i'm looking to eat give us an example uh i, I was in kansas yeah uh, i was in kansas a city and i went to a place kansas oh, city this was missouri kansas okay. city missouri i was about to say i went to bricktown and there was a bricktown brewery just a local place and you know i'm looking at the building it's kind of sketchy Let me go ahead. Let me try this place out. Some of the best food I've ever had. Oh yeah. I would recommend anyone who stays in Bricktown go to the Bricktown Brewery. What did you get? Uh, I got um, what what Chili's. I think it's Chili's. Is the Southwest Egg Roll? Yeah. I got a their version of a Southwest. I don't remember what they called it. Uh huh but that's that was my go to. I always I'm, I'm always looking for We it. call
0: it super egg roll. <laughs> I don't know what a Missou- I don't know what a Missouri accent is. It's a southwest yeah. egg roll. You sound like you're I'm from, from Missouri. Do, do you like <laughs> You sound like you're from Seattle. Do you Saddle. like the fresh
3: spring rolls too? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, I yeah, will eat a, I'll eat a spring yeah, roll. They're way more flavorful than an egg roll ever could hope to be.
1: Well these southwest egg rolls, it's like a, the the Tex Mex. So it's like uh like black bean, corn when you think of Missouri you
0: think of Tex Mex. Yeah.
1: Oh absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I mean you get a po boy, yeah. I guess. A shrimp po boy.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh so Dr. Brad, what's the what's the most um like how how have you been inconvenienced the most when traveling abroad? Like, what was the the moment where you were like, oh, shit's going downhill?
3: Oh, that happens all the time when you travel. It's part of the experience. Yeah. You know, if, if you get the Hershey squirts, if you get the taristas <laughs> where you got diarrhea that, that, and you're out in public, that's not good. Because a lot of foreign places don't have bathrooms like, you know, like the, the public restrooms. Yeah. Sometimes
0: it's just a hole like, in the ground.
3: One one trip I went to, we, uh, we left the States, met some people in Wien, or most people call it Vienna, Austria, and we went from there into the Ukraine, <coughs> climbed on the Trans-Siberian Railway, and went halfway into Siberia. Ooh. When we stopped at thinking. the railway station
1: mm-hmm.
3: uh, to get on needed to use a bathroom, asked where it was. People point the building out, go in. It's a pretty good sized building, probably close to 30 feet long. It's a concrete floor. There's nothing in the building. There's a small little wall that kind of, maybe four foot wide, four, four foot into the room that kind of gave a little area of it and look around going what in the world is this and and after a while i look and there's a little swale on each side of this wall in the floor i go huh what? it's like a little trough it's a it, it's a four inch pipe going probably 10 degrees below horizontal down from the wall a little swale and that was the bathroom oh my God. no paper so
0: if you had to, if you had to go number 2, you're pooping in a pipe and then you're just scooting it down. <laughs>
3: uh I, I don't know if somebody comes and squeegees it. You oh, see God. nothing like that. No hoses, nothing like that and you got ra- to have your own I'd paper ra- on you. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather there's
1: go There's there. I'd rather go to the back side of the building and just shit Right outside, right. On the back, like I my feel back like it... against the wall, and then just use some rags to wipe myself up and fuck all
0: that. Yeah, I feel like the same <laughs> question. You like, excuse me, where's the bathroom? Uh tree, and he just points <laughs> to the woods. <laughs> a tree. tree, tree over there. There's a good tree.
3: Yeah, so it, it, that's always probably the biggest inconvenience is if you got that up here, foreign place, because uh, uh, bathrooms aren't the same. Yeah,
1: Doctor Brad, speaking about bathrooms um have you have you been to uh those asian countries have you been to asia
0: like what you to china
1: well yeah uh, with uh, the, the where you got a squat where the where the the
0: toilet it's, toil- a, it's, it's a, in the middle east too
1: yeah it's part of the ground so you got a squat yeah down to make it happen which we don't do right in the they
3: commonly use trenches and things like that i've, I've been re- going through um uh, siberia you you through through the top of a bunch
1: of Asian places. See, because I
3: and as a you, as you see that influence, yeah. Okay. As a as a
1: roofer, there's been a couple times where I couldn't make it off the roof, Mike. And uh, it's got to happen where it's got to happen, right? Oh yeah. That number two, so I I found out that I cannot squat like they do in those countries where they normally squat yeah. to use the. The, the toilet. Yeah. So I rest my body against a AC unit and I'm like doing the best squat I can. And I'll tell you what, it's the most fulfilling, like it's the best number two you'll ever take. Oh, in that position, uh-huh. it just all flows out. Like you feel so great.
0: Well, that's why the squatty potty exists. The
1: squatty potty. It's a yeah. genius invention. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> I've thought about that. Like when I'm on the roof and I've had to squat against something. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, this is how they normally do it in Korea. Yeah. <laughs> I'm totally using all my intestines in the right way.
0: That's right. No, no, no kinks, no nothing.
1: Yeah, and hopefully no cameras. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, Doctor Brad, if you, who are who are some of the nicest people that you've met in your travels?
3: Uh, that that does not. <laughs> they're all assholes. <laughs> they're, they're, no, Americans. No, they're, they're the they're, best. It's, it's <laughs> not. It's not something that you find that is a culture or a color or anything. Nice people are nice people, Aww. no matter who they are, where they're at. And you can find them in the most obscure places that that exist.
0: That's good to know.
3: But I, I've found extremely nice people in prisons. I've found them out on the streets i've found them all across the globe
1: it it is actually interesting mike when you do travel to all these places yeah you run into the most unexpected like nice person you didn't know you don't know anyone there you don't know the town it's a small place everyone kind of knows each other and you show up and it's hey how you doing hold the door open for you yeah very more, the kind of the smaller communities I've noticed traveling is where you find very kind people,
0: mm-hmm.
3: very welcoming to outsiders. Except for Jersey. And, well, no, not and Jersey. Something Jersey. That, that is <laughs> really odd thing. when you're traveling is you go off to some foreign country and you meet one of your neighbors that you never met before who lives a couple blocks away or a mile or two from you. Oh, Wow.
1: What? Yeah, is someone who lives with you in the country that you're from in another country. In another country. That's you're just wild. running into.
0: It. You've done that? Yeah. Oh, wow. See,
1: I've I've got a thing where I've <clears throat> I fly so much that I recognize other people who fly. Oh, yeah. In and out of the same airports. The frequent flyers. Yeah, I I see them and I start recognizing and we have kind of a repertoire of talking back and forth to each other. Like, oh, "Hey, been? man, I haven't seen you in a few months. Where are you flying?" Cleveland, Bob. That's cool. Like so I can I can only imagine the surprise of recognizing someone in a foreign country
0: when you're going you're going to their version of KFC. Well, Popeyes. Popeyes, yeah. When you're going to their <laughs> version of Popeyes, yeah, Louisiana. A, <laughs> so you're going to their or
3: version or street tacos or something like that. Yeah.
0: Is there anything better
3: than street a
1: street food taco? Street food looks so good street on food, the internet. Well, I do oh, it. Man. I do it everywhere I go. If I pass by, like yeah. it's lunchtime in my mind because I set my own schedule yeah. so like I'm, I'm like, yeah, let me stop and get something to eat. It's usually when I pass by it's a hardworking person who just has a dream and their food's always great. Oh yeah, They're, it looks they,
0: great
3: they
1: they have passion in their right. food. You go to a a, a restaurant a sit down. you place, get it's,
3: way better tacos on the street absolutely. than any restaurant. yeah it's a family by recipe. Far.
1: It's a family recipe, it's a, and it's a passion project. Yeah. It's not a making money type thing. It's, it's, it's let me pay my bills with my passion type people. Yeah. It's so good. I'll yeah. stop anywhere. I, if, I don't really like uh, uh, Thai food that yeah. much, but I'll stop by a Thai street. If it's, just, if it's right there and they're cooking the noodles and making it right there on the road, it's probably the best yeah. version of Thai food you're going to get.
0: Oh, Dr. Brad, have you ever been to a country where they do they have those ice cream carts, but they do the ice creams on the long spoon and then they play with your ice cream? Oh, they trick you? Yeah. Like they're trying to hand have it you, to ever, you. Have you ever have be- you ever been to one of those?
3: I remember ice cream carts when I was a young kid in my neighborhood I grew up in. Ice cream and snow cones. Um the only place I've seen where they play with ice cream, I think it's called Coldstone, isn't it? Cold yeah, Stone Creamery, and, yeah, yeah, it's a famous they,
0: uh, uh, chain. Uh, I remember cream
1: uh, marble slab.
0: Yeah, marble. That was
1: the competitor yeah. to Cold Stone.
0: That's right. Yeah,
1: but yeah, they play with the sorry. <laughs> okay, so you
0: you have okay. So <laughs> what I'm trying to describe is that like on the internet, I've seen these like ice cream carts. I think they're in like the Middle it's East. The Middle East, yeah. And then there's it's this guy. And it's, oh, okay. It's in Turkey. And then there's this, like, they got an ice cream cone, and they, they, the ice cream, they scoop out with this long, thin spoon. And so they're scooping out the ice cream, and then they plop it onto the ice cream cone. And then when they release their hand from the ice cream cone, the cone's attached to the ice cream blob. The ice cream blob is still attached to the spoon. And so what they do is they reach reach their arms out, extending their ice cream cone and then you try and grab it, and then they either move it so that way when you try and grab it, you miss it, or you grab They're the ice cream cone. There's actually another ice cream cone nestled yeah, inside so it, and so he'll, away, lift, he'll lift yeah. up his ice cream cone, <laughs> and you're holding an empty cone in your hand. It's like a it's a full uh, display. It's a little game. <laughs> yeah, it's a little little uh, uh, show. It's a little show. You've never you never been to one of those.
3: No, I never seen that. No, that's no, weird. Oh, okay,
0: so Doctor Brad, when you got to go shopping. What's a what's a fun place that you would like to go shopping, you know, and experience the culture, go to the local markets? Like, what's, what's your favorite market setting in some of these places?
3: Oh, man, that depends on the culture. Like, if, if you go down to Mexico, they're all, most of your markets are open air. Yeah. Mom and pop places with a whole bunch of different families doing their wares if you go to russia siberia it's a city of shipping container oh and that's what'll be your shopping center in the middle of the winter like it'll be 20 to below zero they might have a few burners out there propane burners to warm your hands up on some of those people are just got wool boots on you know your feet are soaking wet it's colder than cold can be yeah they open up their shipping container they got racks on it and some got clothes some got jackets some got shoes they're having you name it it depends on where you go in the world what shopping is like Mm
0: mm-hmm is that something? You yeah, it's d- kind of like my, that, that's what I kind of wanted to find out with my question is find out how how people do some of these little markets because the shipping container thing that's that's bananas to me. It sounds really cool.
1: It's it's the same thing in like uh when you go to like a Chinatown market, very just open air right there on the street. Hey, this is what I got going on. Come into my little box. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, me, yeah. So and the I mean, bartering.
3: you're always you're always dialoguing with the. uh with the people mm-hmm. the and haggling store you're at. So some cultures, you haggle prices, some you share life. It It, it depends on a whole bunch, but it's <laughs> not like it is in America where people are on a phone and you're not interacting at all.
0: Right. I'll trade you this mystical genie lamp for one story <laughs> of triumph. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Tell me a fascinating tale, and I'll give you this shirt for two ninety nine.
0: It says, pull my finger on it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> the pull is spelled wrong. It's pure. It's been a fair amount of time down in Mexico. We were down there one time. We passed somebody. It's got a cart full of shrimp, and it's probably middle... Middle of the morning, something. Odd. Shrimp middle car. Not, not <laughs> no much. ice, just shrimp. The shrimp we is keeping ice. the shrimp cold. <laughs> and I look at a friend that's down there and I go, We got to get down here early tomorrow morning and get this when they first show up, get some shrimp in the in the refrigerator. So we went down, we got, I don't know how many pounds, but we got quite a few of them. They're pretty cheap down there. Got uh-huh. those in the refrigerator. Then we went shopping and I, I just, I'm a mood cooker, so um, I just was in a mood, and I'm thinking about a recipe. I'm going to make shrimp tacos. Ooh. So we get some white wine. We get a bag full of limes. We get some Damn it, Dr. Brad, you make me want to eat some
1: tacos. tacos. I'm half hard.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, jalapenos. And I make up this batch of shrimp in this really, really wild-flavored gravy. And we smear those in freshly made tortillas. Oh. You typically buy them by the kilo down there. Brad, was, what are you doing? Those, oh, those Brad, shrimp you doing? tacos were so good, the kids were scraping the pot from oh. last leg. Oh, I bet. Oh, I, I mean, bet. It was some of the best shrimp I've ever
1: had. Mike used to scrape and the pot, but that was a drug addiction.
0: Dr. Brad, you're married, aren't you?
3: <laughs> yep.
0: And your wife... Uh, is she, is she, is she American? Is she European? Uh, what what is your wife?
3: In America, we're all a Heinz 57 sauce, but yeah, she's
0: (laughs) American. Okay. Uh, For for whatever reason, based on your travel stories, I was like, you have a Vietnamese wife.
1: (laughs) I was thinking Siberian, dude. I was really thinking like a, a Russian model type. Ah, yeah.
3: Yeah. It's, you know, it's an interesting thing when you, uh, are you guys married?
1: Absolutely. I used to be. Mike Mike is <laughs> Mike is freshly not married yeah. and I'm freshly married.
3: <laughs> so. yeah. Cuz when you find the right woman, the right mate, absolutely. Man, it, it's so fulfilling in life. If you've got the wrong one, it's the absolute worst nightmare there is. Well, it tears your whole world apart for about 3 or 4 years. <laughs> You, well, all the gaslighting and all the narcissistic issues and all that, you know, there's there's all kinds of toxicity, but few people talk about relational toxicity.
1: Well, that—that You have useful. to find someone that molds with you. There, it, you have to, that, yeah. that, that flow of being able to look in the mirror and go, hey, maybe what I'm doing isn't so good. I need to change a little bit. And they also do that. When you both do that for each other, and you care enough about each other, Doctor Brad. You're a smart guy. Yep. I see why you're Doctor
3: Brad. <laughs> One of my brothers asked me once if, if I lost my wife, wouldn't I want somebody just like me? And I'm, I'm, I, you know, I don't even think about it for a few seconds, and I go, Why would I want to do that? Well, you'd want somebody to do everything that you like to do yeah, you know, no. I, I've got so many hats. I've, I've got a lot of world experiences. I go, why would I want to do that? And he's going, well, what do you mean? And if I marry someone that's totally different, first of all, the Lord's going to direct me on on who that is anyway. And if they're totally different than me, think I get a whole lifetime that I get to experience things that I would never experience because they do something different. And they get to experience a whole bunch of things that they never experience because I do something different. And the events we can have together, getting to know each other and sharing what's important to the other one. It's so rich. My brother's just gone, huh? Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, when, when, w- what I heard my, my immediate answer to that when it's uh don't you want to find someone who wants, who, who's like you? It's like, well, no, cause who I am is also her. It was who I became who I am because of my wife. You're saying if she passed, it's like, yeah. I, I'm going to find me. That's just finding my wife. So she can't J- be replaced.
0: So Jeremy, what's your favorite state? <laughs> Mike. Do you have, do you have a favorite?
1: You don't want to talk to Dr. Brad about your divorce? Cause <laughs> I think that's far more interesting than talking like, about traveling. I feel like for you, it's like <laughs> Washington. <laughs> I think Washington is pretty uh, crazy place. Mike divorce.
0: Uh, so probably watch, uh, You've never Have you You've, you've been to California you've Mike not you a got fan. a doctor
1: On the phone You want to talk to the uh, He's a the doctor, kind doctor of science
0: And medicine yeah. <laughs> Yep You <laughs> want to talk is, to the
1: Kind doctor With worldly experience This is about not Dr. Oz Because this is be great
0: This is gold You know what I think the people Are sick <laughs> of it No one wants to hear you, about this oh, You it. think the people Are sick of it, no <laughs> <about> <laughs> it. <laughs> I think so oh,
3: yeah. Washington I, I grew up in California Met a group of people from california out in the middle of the streets of siberia talking to him for a few minutes and i laughed and said you got from california aren't you yeah <laughs> <laughs> and they go yeah how do you know it's a culture all its own have oh, you
1: yeah. have you noticed uh so i just travel the states i've been out of country uh, a few times but i mostly every week i'm just traveling through the states and i've noticed when you go to louisiana the people in louisiana look like they're from louisiana Mm-hmm. When you go to New Jersey, they look like they're from New Jersey. There's a certain look that these regions have.
0: Florida doesn't have that.
1: Well, if Florida does have that. <clears throat> it's just when you're in the more popular touristy places, it's a mixture of Oh, New you got to go to MIMS. In California. You, you got to go to yeah, MIMS. Yeah, you got to go to MIMS or yeah. like West Jacksonville or something <laughs> to find it. But but
3: all these places. It's have amazing f- how many subcultures there are in America. It's oh, amazing. Yeah,
1: I, it blows my mind. Doc. Brad, I'm going to call you Brad. I'm not going to keep calling you Dr. Brad. You worked hard for that doctor. I respect your doctorate, but I feel at this point I can call you Brad. And I'm Jeremy. So
0: <laughs> I'm Jeremiah. <Okay>. Dr. Jammy. <laughs> nope. Wait, wait, I'm a doctor. of Wait, roofing. this is Jermaine. So, 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 Doctor Brad. So, it's it's fascinating that you go by Doctor Brad. That's how you introduced yourself on the email. So, <laughs> uh, so it's like instead of saying, I think most doctors should go with their first name. I think all doctors should switch. It makes it more switch. personable. I'm Doctor. Uh, you're Doctor Jamie
1: for sure. It does make it more personable.
3: You know, you, if you think about it, we need to be able to relate horizontally, straight, eye to eye in life to to make life worthwhile interacting and living yeah and i I just choose to endeavor to interact with everybody that way
0: i think it's a great philosophy especially if you travel a lot you want to make sure that when you're interacting with people you don't think you know you, you you can't think that the gap in culture is going to prevent yeah like you said good people from being good people and then you yourself displaying you being a good person to another good person I think travel should be like or, that for people.
3: Or say, say you're interacting with people with health. The only way you can really get to the bottom of and help people through the types of things we have is to be open and vulnerable. You get into trying to do give counsel, do ministry, things like that. Same thing applies. you got to be humble you've got to be open. You have to be vulnerable. You, you can have some real healthy interaction if you're not insecure. Yeah. If if you're just comfortable with who you are, who God made you, and you interact from that standpoint with you're interacting horizontally, not condescending.
1: Oh
0: uh, sure.
3: And
1: that and that goes to what you were saying about when you travel to all these different places, it doesn't matter what country you're in, uh what color people are, none of that. It's you're either a good person or a, not a good person. Exactly. And that does come from that, are you able to just just speak to a person and, and be
0: yeah. honest? And, yeah, midgets are people too.
1: They are. Uh, <laughs> uh, who is it? Yeah. Ken, uh, yeah. Kenny Loggins yeah. doesn't think so. But yes, they are. <laughs> Small people got no reason to live. Oh my God. <laughs> Kenny Loggins, he did all the Toy Story songs.
0: Hello, it's me, Future Michael, here to tell you about our band of the week, the 23s. And that may sound like a weird name for a band, but I can assure you that there's a weirder reason why they call themselves that. So their goal is to release 23 singles in 23 months on the 23rd of each month at 2323 UK time. Oh, the commitment. Uh, I'm familiar with it. So good on you guys making some good stuff. Make sure you all check out their wonderful singles. Uh, The single that we used on this episode is called Fake. So check them out. They'll be on our Majizzy playlist. We're brought to you by Dungeon Studios, makers of 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons modules and Dungeons and & Dragons related content. Go to their Facebook page, Dungeon Studios. Go to their website, DungeonStudios.co and download one of their wonderful modules. They got great modules on there, guys. I keep telling you about them. They have a podcast called The Game. It is a tabletop role-playing podcast, so they talk about... Things and stuff like uh, uh, bringing uh, pets into your campaign. How many drugs should you do when doing D&D? How many grandmas should you have? Things like that, normal questions and answers. Uh, make sure you keep your ears out for clues to the whereabouts of a buried treasure that we've buried somewhere, and the clues will be very subtle. You'll never know that it's a clue unless you look hard for it.
3: If you go to <laughs> a place like Mexico or you go to a restaurant, they ask you what you want. You know, if you gonna talk in Spanish, yo quiero, quiero as I would desire, I would be happy if you would bring me. And you tell them what, a, what it is. Now you don't, don't demand things, but you act in an apologetic way of, of asking people and, and seeking to interact with them and join them and value them.
0: Yo it's, quiero tu podcast. <laughs>
3: uh, I mean, you think about your favorite restaurant, it becomes your favorite restaurant, not because of food, it's because of people that are there and the interaction that's there and the ambiance that's there. No, I've noticed
0: my that favorite restaurant. I pick my wings up from. I don't enter the building other <laughs> than to pick up their delicious wings. Like, Don't look at me. And then I leave. <laughs>
1: you, you pick up your wings in shame. <laughs> like, don't look at me. I'm about to devour did 30 you, wings. Did you by put myself. in the extra blue cheese
0: I asked for?
3: <sighs> so do you like really hot food then? No, oh, I love hot oh, food. Mike, I love Mike's like
0: a spicy boy. Indian food. Give me, give me your <laughs> spicy ass curry lamb. I love it. Oh God. Lamb sock. <laughs> Oh, it's so good. Uh. I go, I try yeah. to get
1: as hot as I can, but I don't want to sit there with my mouth on fire. I do try to test the limits, but Mike is a spicy boy. I'm a spicy man. <laughs> He's a spicy, spicy
0: man.
3: Yeah. I, I like hot food. Hot food is some of the healthiest food in the world. Talking my you language. you hot food, you don't get sick.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I so. put cayenne on everything.
1: I've noticed that uh it's not that hot really.
0: No, well, no, but <laughs> Mike that's what I'm saying. You out. No, what I'm Mike saying is I add out, cayenne <laughs> to, like every like I add pepper. Like if I'm putting pepper on a dish, I'll add like probably twice as much cayenne. Like that's that's okay, how I like to so flavor you know to, certain foods.
3: Do you know how to pick the hottest peppers in the grocery store?
0: I do not. You knock on them?
3: Like a no.
0: watermelon? <laughs> you sm- you sniff them?
3: You look at them? If they got cracks in them that are typically like a sand color, the more cracks, the more hotter they are. Ooh, because it's Ooh. burning itself.
0: Right, it's eating itself alive. Oh, my the... God, it's so hot, it's killing itself. It's killing itself with the casein.
3: Yeah, we <laughs> grow a lot of peppers here, a lot in a greenhouse.
0: Of course you are, you're water. a doctor. Of course you have a greenhouse. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> next to your library.
1: (laughs) Doctor, help me. I'm sick. Oh, I have the perfect pepper (laughs) for you. It works. I believe it. No, I do believe in the healing powers of, dude, when you eat something hot, does it not immediately start flushing your system? It immediately everything starts watering. It's time. It's doing something.
3: (laughs) If you take two potentially lethal things, a stroke or a heart attack, Hot pepper can stop a bleed in 60 seconds.
0: Yeah, it's a restrictor. Stop a bleed? That's why you... uh, Stop a bleed. It's also why uh, hot food does not cause ulcers.
3: It kills them, right? Wait, it takes them away? Provided you don't have a hiatal hernia, but... Hey, can I bring something? Well, up? Cayenne
0: pepper, you if you have ulcers, if you take cayenne pepper, it like kind of uh, restricts the the uh, the blood from happening <laughs> inside. Wait, your body. so
1: does can eating hot stuff help inflammation?
3: Yep. It really? decreases your pain threshold. It reduces inflammation. It's a detoxifier. It upregulates elimination normalizes your blood, helps normalize your cholesterols. And it'll stop a bleed, like from a stroke. Oh wow! Hey, hey, Doctor Brad, stop! Stop.
1: And and I apologize for I wasn't gonna call you Doctor Brad. I was just gonna be personal, Call you. You should apologize for interrupting him. Now I'm gonna say Doctor Brad because I wanted I'm gonna do something, Mike. I'm gonna say something that I've never told anybody. I got this problem, and we've got a doctor. Is it okay if I ask you a question, Doctor Brad? Because it has to do with inflammation. And I think that you might have stumbled on something that maybe if I eat more hot food, it might help. I'm getting this, uh, I get this, uh, my wife calls it adult acne. I get these like uh, gross, like around, like under my armpit or by my thighs. I get these things. I don't know what to call them. Postules. Sure, postules. (laughs) And they, they grow and they hurt and then they bleed and then they go away and then they come back later.
3: Are they skin tags? They're not skin ta- skin
1: tags are like the little flaps, right? Yeah, I don't have skin tags. I got like a it's like a big bad pimple. They're like big okay. bad pimples. They get really huge and they hurt, and then they bleed and stuff.
3: Okay, that that's some hormonal dysfunction, typically adrenal. Ooh. Um, with with your body shape, is is your your thorax, your rib cage? Are you pretty deep in that rib cage? Kind of look more square. Uh
1: I have like a I, I kinda have a traditional hourglass, like a lady almost, but I'm a I have wide shoulders, big hips, but I like uh skinny out in the middle. Does that help? Okay. Do you got
3: much of a belly? Uh
1: I don't know, Mike. You're better for that, the way I look at myself. We have I'm bellies. There. Like I know have, I, I'm not we have skinny. Bellies. Yeah, I'm I'm a chubby boy. We got some bellies. But it's not a hard okay. belly. I have a Jiggly belly. Okay, In my belly there, there's
3: two. There's there's three kinds of bellies. The one that typically looks like you're pregnant, the watermelon beer belly. Nope. That's from liver dysfunction. Oh, thank uh, God. Just <laughs> a little bit lumpy, and a little bit big. That commonly thyroid adrenal when it's bad, it'll your belly will hang and sag over your pants and wiggle, and stuff like that. Uh, when you start having Acne type of stuff, pimples, stuff. That's from adrenal dysfunction. Hormones are upside down in your adrenals. And that has to do with diet, gut health, and toxic overloads. Eat broccoli. Toxic
1: overloads. So you're saying, uh, I like to drink, I smoke cigarettes, stuff like that?
3: Uh, That'll clog your... I like pasta and cheese. your, Your ability to detox, for sure. You said to eat broccoli. Broccoli there's not many clean sources of broccoli. It's really not that good of a food anymore. Oh, dang uh, it, sprayed I love broccoli. with too much wow. too much herbicides and things like that. So cabbage is probably better than broccoli. It's probably the best of that group. But Ooh, if the you badge. get into collars and things like that, mm. that's quite a bit better. So Jamie, you're gonna die soon. um, Sorry, that was my thought.
1: I thought that's what was happening to me because they started in like my thighs, and then they started showing up in other places, like on my side or under my armpit. And I was like, Oh no, it's spreading. No, no, what's
0: going on? It's herpes.
1: And I work all the time.
3: You've got, yeah, you got two different kinds of sweat glands, and one pretty much does water, another one does oils. Uh, The adrenal hormones they. Do some stuff to the oil ones and you know, they'll typically clog and like a causes, ferret, Jeremy. The, so is so the, is there the hope? That go on. Is there hope? What do I do, Dr. Brad? Well, some some simple things you can do to cut out your diet so you're not screwing everything up. Uh sugar feeds everything that bad. Porn is What I call an evil food—anything that has corn in it. I thought you said. I I thought you said porn. porn I I I thought you said porn, like like, (laughs) like
0: pornography. Doctor Brad, "Eh, Porn.
1: But Doctor Brad, (laughs) I jack off every day. Oh no, (laughs) no. no. (laughs) So corn, anything with corn in it. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Corn is sprayed with some of the worst herbicides out there: atrazine. Atrazine's so bad, it'll take a male frog, turn it into a female frog, and produce eggs. They're turning the frog's game. It will turn into tadpoles. It's mutagenic. It causes mutations, cancer-causing. God. Emasculates all males in the whole animal kingdom, from insects, birds, reptiles, uh, mammals, to it's all nine yards. It's not, it's not like I worked head.
0: with it heavily for three years. <laughs>
3: like You just sprayed that
1: stuff and everywhere. Everywhere. And <laughs> you're, you're emasculating Americans.
3: <laughs> All, all corn, commercial corn is sprayed with atrazine, Roundup on top of that. And it's screwed everything up. So without the dairy it, their dairy industry, is fed off of corn.
1: So you're saying that I need some diet. Changes. I need to figure out. Not it-
3: diet. It, it, it's just, uh, I didn't say diet. I said you could watch the food. Porn is probably the single most responsible thing for the sexual identity crisis. In America,
1: the sexual identity crisis is that where yeah. I've kind of I've heard about this. It's like the I heard something about microplastics uh, have a molecule difference from estrogen, which is also helping pump in to people for the sexual identity. Oh, um,
3: it, it's 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 corn and the atrazine and corn, by and large. Wow! It, you it takes it chemically emasculates males if you give. Males of any species, atrazine, before puberty, they don't develop into uh, adult males of, of any of the species. It'll cause itch and reptiles to have both genitals, male and female. I don't know. It turns a woman's hormones upside down, too, but it's really, really hard on males.
0: Oh, wow.
1: And it's uh, it, 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 it's like a sleep. It's, it's something that happens over time. It's like dripped in. So you don't even know it's happening to you.
3: Well well, there's like a thousand 1, eleven hundred different names for corn and they hide it in everything. So, so most people don't know that they're even eating it. So where's if the cheapest eating... place to travel? <laughs>
1: like, no, I'm on this. I like this.
3: Well we're talking oh, okay. about <laughs> when you when you look at back to what you were talking about before food, some of the some of the cleanest, healthiest food in the world is Thai food. Oh, some of the most flavorful, some of the cleanest and some of the healthiest. I do I did
1: uh, I, I might have stretched the truth a little bit. I love pad thai and I squeeze that lime all over it. It's great. The hottest one with the most lime I could put on it. Yeah. Is great with the peanuts.
0: Yeah, peanuts. Ah. They love their peanuts. Yeah, but I, I'm not a big
1: seafood. Is seafood good for you? Everyone tells me it's great for you, but Jeremy, I don't is, like it. I there, like gefilte fish. Is it's there, about the, as far as I go. Does
0: does Thai food use a lot of porn? <laughs> they do. Well,
1: I
3: don't know. Dr. Brad, do they use a lot of porn? Uh, no, Over there, they don't. But you asked if seafood's good for you. Wild caught seafood, yes. Yeah. Farm raised. Oh, yeah. Wild caught.
0: Yeah, like they went out and fished it. Right. They, they they gained it from Poseidon himself. Well,
1: no, I guess you have to. It depends on where you fish it from, though, too.
0: The ocean, right? Well, the hey, if there's a river, Poseidon's in there too. You Poseidon. gotta you gotta fight you him for that bass.
1: Poseidon doesn't have little demigods that take care of the rivers and lakes <laughs> oh, that's and ponds. Gary's
0: river, <laughs> yeah, uh, Gary. You
1: don't think he's got more problems? See, he got whole. Se- he's got seven whole seas he's worried about. Okay,
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's and he's all he's in all the ponds.
3: A lot of your farm seafood is fed off corn,
1: so they're putting it even in the fish. So, are you getting it through when you eat the fish meat? You're getting that same negative
0: atrazine.
3: Yep. Yep. And anytime you eat anything that's raised in a feedlot, whether that's chicken, turkey, beef, uh, those are your probably biggest ones, and pork. So if that's we're... raised in a feedlot. You're getting corn there. Uh-huh.
1: So you're saying that with the when you said sexual identity crisis, you're saying that we're having so many more because they kind of say that because it's more open and accepted to just be able to switch your gender whenever you want. And now it's more open and out there that we're just seeing more of them. You're saying actually maybe our diet has something to do with uh, a process Uh, that happens in your mind that makes you think that way.
3: It's not. Maybe it totally screws up the hormonal production and interaction. But people wonder uh, as far as their own sexuality. When I was a kid, you just drop your pants, you look down and, yeah, it made it obvious what you were.
1: Oh, dick and balls. Boy. And, and now
3: you've probably got 50 different sexual pronouns. It's like, it's impossible to keep up with it. It, it. It's kind of a ridiculous thing, and anybody who's really having a crisis with sexual identity, just take corn away and see if it goes away.
0: Yeah. So Most
3: of the time, it will.
0: Where's your favorite place to go for Christmas time?
3: Uh, Don't do a whole bunch for Christmas. We've you know, but we. Um, oh,
1: you're Jewish. Yes, Mike, no. I am. You know that. You know I'm Jewish. No, you're <laughs> Jewish, Jeremy.
3: <laughs> yeah. You know, the, most of the holidays have just been really kind of screwed up. And you today, people have no idea what Christmas is even supposed to be about. But when you get into history of, of Christmas and Santa Claus and all that stuff, Montgomery Moore made all that up as a marketing trick to try and increase sales.
0: San San Santa I love, aware of
3: that? I
1: love Santa. I love Santa Claus. <laughs> I well,
0: love Jeremy, I'm Jewish and
1: I love the Christmas. Well, time. Jeremy,
0: we have to start doing. Uh, we have to start being good boys, so we don't. Uh, so we don't get cold this year.
1: Santa Claus is my hero. Dude. I love Santa Claus. <laughs> he feeds all the children.
3: What? I just stepped out of the commercial marketing side of. Holidays. No, I get
1: that. I've got a whole a bowl book. of candy from Halloween. I had six trick or treaters show up, <laughs> and I was just have a whole boat. Why did I buy all this candy?
0: Yeah, but those six <laughs> trick or treaters really appreciated the fact that you gave them candy. I, I gave guarantee him, it. I
1: gave them full bars
3: too. Yeah. Nice. Almost all full your candy is made off of corn syrup. And
1: uh, we we carved a pumpkin for the first time, Mike. I carved a pumpkin, Doctor Brad. I carved a pumpkin for the first time since I was a little child.
0: You better be careful, Jeremy. Was that it, pumpkins
1: was it
3: fun? give you it diseases. Was, it
1: was really. Awesome! We made a bat. It looked like a bat on the pumpkin a spooky face. Spooky bat. Yeah, I made a spooky bat. Oh, me nice. Me and my wife. Well, that's cool. Yeah, we didn't. We've never celebrated. That's what I like about the holidays. I know it's. I do know about the marketing thing, but I. I do love. It kind of. It, it kind of helps you get into more of a festive mood to do nice things and and to yeah. just kind of yeah. step out of the if everyday. You're, if you're
3: gathering as friends and family and. Enjoying life and doing things together. You know, that's great. That's great where I grew up the holidays were just kind of a knockdown, drag out, family feud raising my own children. I said, I'm not gonna do this. I want to make these fun. So the first time I brought something home to make the tree, it was, it was a tree with a the potted plant. When I when I actually bought a tree, my kids were pretty young maybe two and four. I didn't let them hang all the ornaments. People come over and go, man, that's the ugliest breed that I've ever seen. <laughs> wasn't the best kind right of tree. <laughs> they go, what are you talking about? That thing's beautiful. They go, you're nuts, man. They got all the ornaments on two branches. One, one kid <laughs> it's beautiful because the kids did it. Hung everything yeah. on one branch. Another kid does on another one. and Another branch, and they go... That thing's so ugly. I go, no, it's beautiful. What are you talking about? (laughs) And I said, the kids were giggling. They were laughing. They were having a whole bunch of fun. The cat comes by, bats the ornaments. They fall off. The kids move them every day. You know, it's going to look different in a couple hours. It's going to look different tomorrow. It's going to look different a couple days from now. They enjoyed it.
0: Yeah.
1: They had fun. It's beautiful. Uh, uh, Dr. Brad, what do you think about uh, drag queens telling children's stories in, like in libraries. A uh,
3: travel podcast, Jeremy. <laughs> well, I've seen it. You know, I've been that, around. That, I've seen it happening. Yeah. that That's one of those greenwashing things. What's greenwashing? Greenwashing is you, you take, you, you take something that may be good and healthy and, and innocent in one aspect. And you try and, plug that on to something that wouldn't necessarily be that way. You know, the, um, you know, like you, you look at one of the biggest things uh, 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 as, as far as uh, that whole movement of trying to, to get accepted in the public is so they can get in the school. And, you know, it, it's a ridiculous thing that they are teaching kindergartners that it, Homosexual interaction is okay, and and a kindergarten, but you can't tell them the Christmas story. There's something wrong with that.
1: There is something you, you should be able to tell whatever story you want. If you're going to let anyone tell a story, then why can't you tell
0: all the stories?
3: So exactly. What, so what's it like and driving it
0: is, in a car where the steering wheel's on the other side than you normally expect it to be?
3: Oh, uh, uh, it's really different. You can you can try that on your own. You can cruise down the road just slide to the other side and try and drive it's, it's quite a trip your postal workers do it all the time
0: yeah yeah I, yeah i guess they do yeah that's true wait so you're saying sit in the passenger seat and then find a stick to, to poke the 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 pedals with and just then drive then, from the other side and well, then no
3: you, you you keep your foot on the driver's side we just slide to the other side and just do the wheel that way
0: oh okay Okay.
3: so do you think that
0: there's
1: going to be like a problem, like a like a a social problem with these all these new pronouns coming out with people just identifying? Because there's
3: already a huge problem with it. If you look at people like Jordan Peterson up in Canada, uh, he's got a huge legal battle going on because he refuses to be politically correct. Well,
1: they don't have freedom
3: of speech over there. In Canada, well, they don't we have... don't have
0: it here, 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 here either.
3: You know, and, and the reality is, um, I've got friends that are homosexual, and it, it, you can accept people, but you shouldn't have. Uh, uh, people shouldn't be able to express sexual issues in front of young school children, like kindergarten. Whether you're heterosexual or homosexual, you shouldn't be able to give those expressions. Yeah, when I was in
1: school, uh, my teacher was Miss and then her last name, and that's all I knew except for math and English and what she taught me.
3: Yeah. So, you know, we've got a screwed up world going on where people are being groomed into different things. And at young ages, where we've really lost the core issue of our society here and i'm not sure if i said that on this podcast one a little while ago but when when you destroy the family nuclear family you destroy the, the society it's not going to last very long
0: sure well thank you so much dr brad for joining us today we really much we really appreciate it and is there anything in particular that you want to plug while you're on the show
3: um we could have talked about my, the line book that i got out there it's Probably the best resource people have for health issues that they have going on is called Exposing Lyme and Chronic Illness. You can find that on my website. It's healthfullyu.com. H-e-a-t-h-f-u-l-l-y. the letter U.com. You can find it there and it deals with hormonal issues, gut issues, autoimmune issues, food intolerance, Lyme disease, candida, parasites, it it deals with the whole gamut of everything that go on inside Lyme disease, which is pretty much everything breaking down.
0: All right, awesome. Once
3: you know what's going on, you know, it gives you practical steps on how to address those things. Yeah. I've got a pretty deep well of a lot of different things. It sounds like it. I, I can give you some really practical stuff. I already know what's going on with the new COVID. Um, it's not what they're promoting. It's something totally different. And we we found people infected with this weird thing that I had not seen in probably a decade across the whole nation inside of a month, coast to coast and up through the middle in a month. Normal things can't get spread like that. Almost like it's so, man-made. Uh, and plant. All right. We,
1: I, I'm so fascinated. You, uh, you've actually, I need to take a look at my diet. I'm glad that I brought that up to you. Uh, I called it adult acne and, um, (laughs) I, I think we're going to handle that. And I called it postules. Thank you so much for being on the show. And we we will be in contact. We'll, we'll, uh, have you, you'll be a regular on the show. I assure it.
3: Oh, that, that'd be great that'd be great. And, you know, for you, Jeremy, that, that book could help you out a lot. It explains a lot about adrenals, how they function. That's where all your dreams make all the precursors for the sexual hormone and when the adrenal is screwed up. I will definitely be hormones. checking it out for yes. sure. Very well referenced to about 200 different sites in it. Oh, wow. I just, I just got tired of making scientific sites in it. I, I could have had... Fifty percent more easy, maybe double what's in there. I just got tired of doing it.
0: Oh, Jeremy, ask your question.
3: <laughs> oh, uh, uh, so Dr. Brad, on
1: this show, we ask every guest the same question. Me and Mike have a running tally uh, of, of
0: that. Neither uh, one knows the exact. I'm number. pretty sure I'm ahead. I'm but... pretty sure I'm ahead.
1: <laughs> so, uh, for whatever your own reasons, who is better, Arnold Schwarzenegger or Sylvester, Sylvester Stallone? Stallone.
3: Um, I don't know anything about Arnold Schwarzenegger. I I so
1: the
3: the intrigue the
0: intrigue should help. Yeah,
3: he's Austrian. He's in in the Terminator. Mike, Mike,
1: don't cut him off. He's a doctor. Let him finish his uh, statement. Continue, Doctor. So
3: I I know more about Sylvester Stallone and something that he did that I think is pretty neat is he made a huge story that's pretty clean and pretty honorable from impossible situations. And that's a real asset to society. People need to be able to look up to figures that are good, that can get to the top of their game, that are honorable and challenge people to raise up into honorable interactions. Uh, a guy from I humble beginnings
1: who who wrote his own stories, who who uh, even as a shorter guy pushed his way through, inspirational.
0: So what what I hear is like he's great, but the mystery of Schwarzenegger is why you're going to pick <laughs> him. Is this
3: where you're going to make your case? Uh, so you uh, so what is what is your yeah.
0: answer? What is your answer?
3: I don't know anything about Schwarzenegger other than he was a bodybuilder and I think he was governor, and I don't know anything about him other than that. Cool. He, so, he definitely cheated on his wife. I, I know more about Sylvester man. Stallone just because of what he did with Rocky. and you know, That's oh
1: the best it's movie. So, he so um, some
3: very noble
1: acts in that. Isn't yeah. Rocky one of... It's a perfect movie.
0: You need to say it, Dr.
3: Brad. What's your answer? <laughs> it, it would have to be Sylvester Stallone. Damn it! Amen. I, I know him more.
1: Amen, Dr. Brad. Amen. Oh, They're turning the frogs gay. Stop eating corn. Sylvester Stallone is champion. Amen.
0: Weirdest travel podcast ever.
1: We're we're traveling through (laughs) topics, Mike, at
3: this point.
0: Yeah, thank you so much for joining the show, and uh, we'll have you on again sometime soon.
3: All right, sounds good. Thanks, appreciate it. No problem. Have a good one. Take care. You too. Okay, bye. All right, bye. What the Mike,
0: fuck, Jeremy? That was awesome. What the fuck? <laughs> Mike, we're, that doing was awesome. a, we're doing a fucking travel podcast <laughs> and he's like the atrazine's making the frogs gay. He did Trans it. people. He did oh it. my god, Jeremy! I didn't
1: do it, I just it happened, Mike. I
0: had what to do you facilitated it. <laughs> he did it. I did fa- But you you locked on. I saw of your eyes. I, I saw your I eyes. Not? You're like, oh my god, Michael. And I was like, <laughs> No.
1: He said all no. the No. <laughs> He said all the things. What Mike. the fuck? He, he said all the trigger words for all the people. He did it. He, he did. I was just like, well,
0: "I'm going to have a fun doctor on my fun travel <laughs> podcast that I'm stealing."
1: We said, "Fuck travel, dude." I, I said, have plenty fuck of travel.
0: homosexual friends.
1: I'm sorry, fucking RV guy that's in like Albania. Saying, that's like
0: that's the same fucking thing as saying I got plenty of black friends. I'm not racist.
1: Exactly. He said all the things. He went, listen, I've got plenty of gay friends. Jeremy,
0: please tell me you were just milking this guy for ridiculous shit for him to say. Dude, the best thing that (laughs) happened. That's all I want you to tell me right now. The
1: best thing that happened was that when he started that, I lit up like a fire. I saw it. it. When he started doing it, I was like, this is awesome. I want to keep him going and saying whatever he wants to let him say. whatever, And then you would go. So where's the best place to travel <laughs> and then he Who sells the but, best sushi? But Mike he switch he did switch and he went, "Well, actually, if you travel food in he, or no
0: t- Taiwanese." Food.
1: He went from trans shit immediately to your travel question and then I would just jump back in. He also in.
0: sounded like he was falling asleep the whole time.
1: Mike, you don't understand how beautiful that was. That you would ask him a travel question, and then I'd bring him right back to saying whatever the fuck well, you food. the <laughs> food,
0: he's like corn is risen, enriched with atrazine, which causes gay frogs. He's
1: he's he said trannies are because of corn, Mike. Yeah. I thought it was porn. I've watched tranny porn. I thought it was porn. I didn't know. I was like, oh, that's what's making everyone gay. Am I turning gay? Uh,
0: we, <laughs> but- did, we did fit in that, that moment where we were like, what kind of porn should...
1: <laughs> he just kept
0: going. Yeah, he just... It was great. <laughs> Without missing a beat.
1: Oh, Mike, what well- a fantastic episode.
0: <laughs> we are Majizzy Pod. M-J-S-Y-P-O-D. On all the things you can find us on all the social media, be on the lookout for treasure clues. We've hidden a treasure somewhere. And we uh are continuing to leave clues to its whereabouts. Follow our social media. Listen to our episodes. We're hiding clues everywhere. We have a playlist that if you want to send your music to be played, you can send it to our email at uhjah, <laughs> U-H-J-Y-E-A-H, at majizzypod.com. And... That playlist, we feature all of that music every single time we get music. We put it on that playlist. It's Majizzy Playlist. MJSY space playlist. What the fuck is so funny?
1: Mikey said, all the trainers and drag queens are because of corn.
0: You keep saying that.
1: It's just... (laughs) That man's a doctor, and I trust him. He told me about my thing. I I love this guy. I can't wait to ask him again anything. (laughs) It, with the next social thing that happens in this country, I want to call him. He's doctor.
0: COVID's man-made. Doctor,
1: you're right. <laughs> it's definitely planned. It's, Anyways, take your vitamins.
0: <laughs> it's weird. I can't really, honestly, make a decision about anything at all that you ask me.
1: I like this guy. He needs to be our doctor, Drew. No, God, he's no. gonna be our doctor, Drew. My oh, name's no. Doctor Brad. Is our doctor, Drew. Oh, God. We've done it. Save that guy's number. Because, Mike, I swear to God, I'm Send going to Send us like, an
0: email to the email that I mentioned. <laughs> we'll
1: be in the middle of a podcast and be like, we should talk to Dr. Brad about this. Oh, God. <laughs> Just call him out of nowhere and see if he answers, dude.
0: And uh, oh. what else, What else, Jeremy? Uh, we have a phone number. 903-287-0660. <laughs>
1: we've had famous people on this show, and I think we should contact him. He's the best guest we've ever
0: <laughs> had. <laughs> what about the sommelier? That we randomly yeah, that guy, called. Well,
1: he's a sweetheart.
0: That guy was awesome. I
1: want to get them both on the phone <laughs> together <laughs> and see what they have to say to each other. Oh, God, Jeremy. They both picked Stallone, well, didn't they?
0: Yeah, well, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. So good good for you. You needed, you needed some, you know, you got to give me a chance to redeem myself, although I still think I'm in the lead somehow. Anyway, is I think is is there anything else, Jeremy? I don't know.
1: That was amazing, Mike. This started as one thing, became another, and I'm happy with it. Well, travel
0: does <laughs> that to people. You told me You were like, we're doing a travel. Listen episode. to the in this between, is, in between all this, all points in between. This is all what, points in between podcast. This is what Mike sounds like. He calls me. He goes,
1: "We're gonna do a podcast about fucking traveling. It's gonna be super fun." I'm like, "All right, I bet it'll be fun." And then that guy, that's the guy you got on the show. You surprised me, Mike. I tried, Jimmy. You surprised me.
0: I certainly do. That guy's
1: a gold mine. Yeah. I okay. want him to tell me what he thinks about Obama. Oh no. <laughs> oh no.
0: <laughs> I'm I'm so
1: sorry. <clears throat> Don't be sorry. I'm so sorry. He's the best. It's better than Saturday Night Live. Alright, Jimmy. I love you. I love you too, buddy. That was a lot of fun. Peace.
0: Bye.
2: You is ready. I've put the fire out, and I've called my embassy, but apparently there isn't an international protocol for this kind of situation. So I've gathered a bunch of band phones, and we've surrounded you Mad Max style with a bunch of vehicles and fetish gear. The Albanian police and the Americans who are here now, they seem strangely cool with this, but anyway, get the fuck out of my van before I rush you. Oh, he
0: sounds like he means
2: business, Jeremy.
1: Mike, this, the, the driver's seat. This van's really comfortable. I don't think that I want to leave.
0: Well, I didn't think it was particularly comfortable. It's filled with asbestos. Wow. I think we have to go to the hospital, but that's neither here nor there. It's
1: pretty funny because asbestos. Well, not, is, I mean, a, we're
0: not going to go out with our hands up, right? We have to, be, have to be cooler. We have to be cool guys about this.
1: Mike, asbestos is a natural fire retardant.
0: <laughs> oh, it's the opposite.
1: Yeah.
0: All that burning asbestos.
1: All oh, that burning asbestos. <laughs>
0: Anyway, so I figured Jeremy, we just light these explosives. The explosion will cause a diversion and then we can make our escape.
1: I don't think we've ever murdered a, a podcast host of a show we've seen. Well, no, he's he's, out we of, blow this no up. he's
0: he's in charge of the weird Mad Max I just brigade don't know out there. If we
1: should just blow up all of his equipment, it feels wrong. It's mostly on fire still. Usually we give it back amicably. We barely <laughs> put the fires out.
0: <laughs> yes, it usually the bla- things happen, Jeremy. When, well, when, when well, travel's involve, Jeremy, things happen.
1: Halfway through the show, you threw an accelerant on the fire. So I don't understand. Oh, you saw that? Yeah.
0: Yep. I am a bit of a pirate. We all saw it. I did burn down. Oh, no, I didn't burn down that KFC. I'll continue <laughs> to say that.
1: I didn't burn down the Merritt Island Woods.
0: <laughs> well, anyway, uh, uh, one moment, please. All right, Jeremy, just light the. Light the I have these firecrackers.
1: Wait a minute, light more fires? All right. Yeah. Hold on.
0: Ah. Ah. What the fu- um so yeah jeremy the lag on this call is really bad so oh, if, if he is talking if you do attempt to interrupt him while he's is that talking why you it's gave gonna me- yeah it's gonna come through for him like five seconds later oh, okay
1: you gave me hand signals and i didn't know exactly <laughs> what it meant but <laughs> <The> lag <laughs> you, went, like, you just threw your hands up like yeah. like you were dancing the horror yeah <laughs> that's just, I didn't know what was I going I just imagined
0: the Tetris song for some reason. <laughs> there's, only, there's only so much I can do.
1: Oh, you could do it all. All the hours of extra work
0: <laughs> that I do alone. <laughs>
1: that you I'm, do alone. I'm
0: going to die alone in front of a computer. <laughs> All right, so now you we're gonna. Put, put, that the... all. You yes. put that
1: into the bloopers, Mike. I'm gonna die alone in front of the computer. <laughs> Just put that. I've the... said it before.
0: Beep. It's not the first time <laughs> I've said it. It, it. It's made it into episodes. Oh, thanks.
2: Okay.